Welcome to the Checkable Health Podcast, where we're helping everyday moms rethink how their healthcare begins at home through healthy living, access to information, and technology. On each episode, we interview healthcare providers and experts on topics that affect us as mothers as we raise our children. We'll cover topics across the spectrum of health to bring awareness of important issues, conditions, therapies, and technology. We believe your healthcare begins at home with us moms. The healthier we are, the healthier our loved ones are. Hello, everyone. This is Patty Post, your host of the Checkable Health Podcast, founder and CEO of Checkable. And today we are talking about something that is so critical to everyone's health, and that is quality sleep. Today, I have Rebecca Wall, who is my guest, talking about how women and children can get a better night's sleep. I am a big sleeper myself. I'm like, I've always been, but it is very hard to get right. So tell us about what you do with your business. I work for a company called Sleepwise Consulting, and we are a big team of consultants who work from newborns all the way to age 99. If you need help with your sleep, we are here to help. So as a sleep consultant, I work one-on-one with clients who are looking to improve their sleep. Now, I personally am certified for adolescents and adults, and uh, I basically, if you have a sleep need, you can reach out to our company and we work and create a customized plan for your sleep needs. Even though everyone needs to sleep, everyone's lifestyle is really different. Some people are new moms, some people are business owners, some people travel for work. And so what we do is we create a customized sleep plan for your sleep needs. So... What type of person, like how would I identify if I had a sleep problem? Because a lot of people wait until they're like way over the need that they need it. So tell us about some of the signs to look for. A lot of that is if you, for example, I know uh, I got really into my sleep when I was a new mom because my baby started sleeping and then I would choose to stay awake Mm -hmm. and that was my me time. And all of a sudden I was sacrificing my own sleep because of just being exhausted from being a mom all day, but really wanting that me time. So some of the issues with sleep is behavioral, meaning we're obsessed with our phones. We're addicted to our work. We have young kids at home. Like I said, we're traveling. So some of it is behavioral and you're knowing you need some kind of assistance and accountability to help you through that. And then the other side would be cognitive. So you get anxiety around sleep. You get stressed around sleep. You have insomnia issues. You're thinking, anticipating bedtime is causing this turmoil inside of you. Now, we are not diagnosing any sort of medical treatments. We don't hand out medication. That is purely for your doctors. But we do really help that behavioral and cognitive side of sleep. So what are some of the things that you can do? Like you specialize in adolescents and adults. What are some of the basics that if someone has anxiety around falling asleep, can you give us some points around that? 
Yeah, yeah. A lot of what we want to do there is create your mind, a positive mindset around sleep. So the association that we have with our bed and our bedroom in particular is really important. And a lot of times what we do, especially as adults, is we don't protect that sleep environment. And so in our bedrooms, we have TVs, we have our cell phones, a lot of people work in their bedroom. Mm -hmm. And so it creates this association with their bedroom that it's time to work. It's time to scroll our phone. It's time to be awake and alert instead of creating an environment that is purely for sleep. So a lot of what we're working with, especially on the cognitive side, that's a little bit more behavioral is we, I really encourage people to do a brain dump journal. That's something that's really simple oh. that anyone can do. So before they even get in their bedroom, before bed, you can sit and you can just, every thought that's in your mind, writing it down. It's not for anybody to read. It can be mm -hmm. a to-do list. It can be your day. It can be gratitude. Whatever is in your brain that you don't want to bring into the bedroom, you write it all out in a journal. That is a great tip. And then you've gotten it out of your mind and it's in the journal and you can feel restful. What if you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't get back to sleep? That you can do with that. Well, when one thing that you also can do is you can keep your brain dump journal by your bed. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you don't want, you have things racing in your mind, just write it on your brain dump journal, it doesn't need to be legible. It can be written on in the dark. You know, it's mm -hmm. just for you to get it simply out of your mind. But one of the things that we encourage people to do if they are waking up in the middle of the night and having difficulty falling asleep is starting off with an anchor statement. Now, this is something that you can repeat to yourself repeatedly. And we don't want you looking at the clock, but for an estimation of like 10 to 15 minutes. And it can be something like, my body knows how to sleep. Mm. I'm safe in my bed. I can rest. It is good for me to rest. You know, creating a statement that is positive associated with sleep that you can repeat over and over and over again to really let your body not go on a spiral of all the mm -hmm. thoughts that your brain wants to take you on. It's really anchoring down on something that's getting you back to sleep. Now, if that doesn't work. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that's so positive. I like it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. And then if that doesn't work, you can move on to breathing techniques. And now there's mm. lots of different breathing techniques that you can do. And there's guided meditations um, through apps. But some one of the ones that we do box breathing is four breaths in, hold it for four breaths, four breaths out. And you kind of repeat that around and just... Or you can, I mean, there's lots of different techniques that you can do, but finding one that works for you to kind of calm your body down again, calm that nervous system. And that's after you repeat your anchor statement. And then if you're still awake and you feel like it's been a really long time, again, you're not looking at your clock. So you don't really know how long you've been doing that, but you're still struggling falling back asleep. We actually recommend you getting out of your bed for about mm. 10 to 15 minutes and doing a really boring, non-stimulating task. And the reason why is, again, we're trying to make that bed a positive association with you, with your mind. And if you're laying in bed and tossing and turning and it's only making you more worked up, you're going to have a harder time falling asleep. Mm -hmm. That uh, you could read any business book that would make you fall asleep. That's what I do in the middle of the night. Get to sleep right away. Yes, yes. And it's, that's, that's interesting. Fine. 
Yeah. And it's definitely finding something too that is not stimulating for you. Like mm-hmm. we have recommended some people organizing your spice cabinet, you know, that might put someone right oh. back to sleep. For me, I love organization. That might get yeah. me going and I might clean my whole kitchen after that. Yeah. Yeah. That organ, that would not work. I'd be like, I want to be done. I'm going back to bed. That's interesting. Or like folding laundry or like doing something that is just boring. I get that. I haven't heard that before. I like it. Mm-hmm. So no cell phone by the bed. Right. Um, and I have, what about a clock? That's like kind of the hard thing is you wake up and you see this clock. You're like, oh, now it's been 22 minutes. And I start to get more anxiety. Like I have to wake up in three hours and 14 minutes. Right. A lot of people do start doing this sleep math in their mind and it causes total anxiety. And, you know, there's lots and lots of products out there now that can make it so it's an alarm clock, a good old fashioned alarm clock without a clock anymore, Mm -hmm. but it'll ding when you set the time. Or you can you can use your cell phone, but we recommend it being across the room face down. Mm -hmm. So it's not that we're we're using I guess not your cell phone being in the bedroom is the problem as much as just scrolling before bed or mm-hmm. having it right by you constantly checking the time. But if you put it across the room face down, your phone has an alarm clock is fine. Mm-hmm. I love it. Those are great tips. And something that we have that I use every day is our checkable health app. You can do daily routines and I have a nighttime routine and I read my 10 pages. I take we're going to get into hormones next, but I take my progesterone and my magnesium and my calcium and my melatonin. And what else do I do? Oh, well then I journal at night too. I've switched from morning to night. I find it's like I'm more fresh that way, but, um, just to plug in our own stuff, it does help to, cause I don't want to lose my streak. So I'm like, I better do my things before bed so I can get it done. So let's talk about hormones. Um, And that lack of sleep or lack of substantial essential sleep when we have these hormonal changes in our body. This podcast is sponsored by Checkable.com. Checkable is revolutionizing healthcare by bringing healthcare home with fast and accurate at-home rapid diagnostics and pairing it with telehealth services available through our mobile application. Available on the App Store and Google Play. Checkable.com offers an array of rapid diagnostics that allow you to own your health at home. We have a UTI, vaginal pH, and two rapid breast milk strips. One will measure alcohol and the other to measure nutritional value. Checkable puts treatment options at your fingertips so you can test at home, see a provider, and get your treatment plan sent to your neighborhood pharmacy. It's checkable.com. I did want to touch on Patty. You set Mm. it up perfectly that we actually encourage also someone to some people to do something called a power down hour. Mm. And, you know, as, as moms, we're often doing bedtime routines with our kids. Mm -hmm. We're reading a book, we're bathing them, we're dimming the lights, we're creating a relaxing environment. But a lot of times for adults, we're working up until the last minute quickly brushing our teeth, hopping into bed, doing one last scroll, and then thinking we can fall asleep. Right. So we really love the idea of encouraging people to do a power down hour, which is where 
and they start doing that brain dump journal. They take a warm bath or a hot, you know, warm shower. Mm -hmm. They start reading books, listening to music, really creating that time. And a lot of times this is a good time to include your spouse in that, you know, mm -hmm. as, as parents, we're so busy. So to be able to sit, I mean, I include my husband, we, we talk for 15 minutes, non-stressful conversations only mm -hmm. in our power yeah. down hour to kind of wind down and connect before the end of the night. So you hit it on the head of having a nighttime routine that is really setting yourself up for sleep is great. And if an hour seems like too much, try for 20 minutes, you know, try mm -hmm. a bedtime routine for 20 minutes, start small if you need to. Mm -hmm. um, power down hour. You have some great uh, ways to remember things. So your anchor statement, your power down hour, and then you have, I have the breathing rituals or breathing techniques. Those are the three that I've already gotten. And we've only talked how, 11 minutes here, Rebecca. This is great. Back to the hormones. Sorry about that. So yes, sleep is so critical because this is really the time that our entire systems in our body are really restoring themselves. Mm -hmm. So everything from our brain taking out toxic waste to our heart function, to our cell reproduce, cells reproducing, mm -hmm. um, it's, it's critical. And when we don't have proper sleep, we've all seen it. We are often irritable. Mm -hmm. We often react harshly because our cortisol is usually up. I, I don't know if you've noticed that you're usually more hungry. That's mm -hmm. because we have, it's harder. It will become a little bit more insulin resistance mm -hmm. and our hormones are all in haywire when we have a lack of sleep because it hasn't had the proper time to restore itself overnight. And so every important system in our body that is critical for sleep, all of a sudden is trying to catch up and we're, yes, irritable, mood swings, um, more hungry. It's there's been reports that show that when you don't get over six and a half hours of sleep, you're, you will likely have 300 to 500 more calories the next day what? in your eating. Mm -hmm. Because and, you're eating for stress or why? Because, well... Oh, your brain is looking for that energy. So you want to have those quick hits of sugar, carbohydrates, trying to give yourself that energy throughout the day. That is really interesting. And I can like tie it back to times that I'm trying to restore myself because I have had lack of sleep and I do it with sugar or caffeine or hmm. impulse control as well. And so mm -hmm. when we're well rested, we are able to make decisions a little bit better, but when we're not as well rested, we tend to just make more impulsive decisions. So we're yeah, quick to grab instead of just a latte. Maybe we want that caramel macchiato with a lot of sugar. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Get us going. So that is so interesting. So what are some things um, do you recommend or does your company recommend that you seek um, help for that if you're having like either night sweats or you're waking up or you can't sleep or do you practice these things first? You really look at everybody's cognitive and behavioral things first. When we intake a client, we send out a very, very thorough questionnaire. That's everything mm -hmm. from your lifestyle to your eating habits to your ideal sleep schedule. You know, what is your regular work schedule? You know, we have a work with a lot of nurses, firefighters, swing uh, shifts, 
where they have an irregular schedule. Mm-hmm. So we're really taking a deep dive at what it looks like for, yes, are you, are you premenopausal or are you in 17 year old who is in sports and high school and all these extracurriculars mm-hmm. and all of those things. So when we look at an intake form, we really look at the holistic lifestyle of our client. And then um, we do recommend you seeking uh medical help if you have exhausted the list of behavioral and cognitive things that we suggest and you're still really struggling. A lot of times poor sleep can be a result of anxiety and depression that needs to be treated professionally and not able to just be helped with those cognitive tools. A lot of times sleep aids can also be encouraged with the loss of like some major grief you know, mm-hmm. if you've lost a, a spouse or a parent, you know, there are, there are times for medication, mm-hmm. but it should be temporary and not frequent. Mm, that's interesting because some people will take Ambien for years and years and years. Exactly. And it, so, so we, we definitely don't recommend that as a first step, but I think people also just become reliant on their sleep medication and feel like there's no way back. Mm-hmm. And instead of even looking at other tools or resources first. So mm-hmm. if we work with somebody who is on sleep medication, we always ask them to consult their doctor first. But if they mm-hmm. feel ready to start weaning themselves off of that, we would work with them and their doctor to do so. Do you uh, do you ever suggest that they do the placebo effect? Like one night, give yourself something that you think is a pill? And then another night not, or like, are, do you ever do that? Like try to trick yourself? Yeah. You know, that is definitely something that you, I have never worked with a client personally who I've had to okay. do that with, but I yeah. have worked with somebody who she was trying to wean herself off of some like Advil PM. Yes. And so she just started like lowering her dosage. And then she was also drinking some like sparkly water and she mm-hmm. just in her mind started saying, okay, my my lower dose of Apple PM and my sparkling water is somehow making it extra boosted or something. Yes. Like that. So yes. Even, even though she was like, I probably don't even need to take it. It's giving me this just enough of a mindset trick. Like this is helping me. Mm-hmm. So that's a good suggestion. Cause I've known people that are on Tylenol PM to go to sleep. So the last thing I wanted to talk about was that sleeping environment. And if you can just make some recommendations for people so they can have maybe refresh that if they're having trouble sleeping. We like to tell people that your sleep environment should be like a cave. It should be dark. It should be cool. And it should be quiet. And doesn't need to be wet like a cave. And a lot of times we think that if it's dark enough that we can't read a book, that it's, it, that's it sufficient. Mm-hmm. But really we have light receptors all over our body, including our skin. So we mm-hmm. don't need to just be affected it with sleep through our eyes. So there was a study done that there was a, put a little light receptor behind someone's knee and it impacted their sleep quality just to show that any little bit of light actually impacts. It doesn't have to be going through your eyes. So if you have TVs in your room or even your smoke detectors, you know, we're not saying take them down, obviously leave those, mm-hmm. but so even a little piece of tape mm-hmm. um, to cover that up 
making sure you have blackout curtains or blackout blinds. Um, yes, if your cell phone's on and in your room, face down. Um, and then a lot cooler than people tend to think. You know, I, I know where if you are in a climate controlled house, 72, everyone's like, oh, this is balmy 72 all the time. That's way too warm to be sleeping. We really mm -hmm. need to have quality sleep. Our core body temperature needs to lower and we need to keep it a lot cooler than we think. So anywhere from 62 to 68 degrees at night is ideal. And then quiet. So a lot of times people don't like to sleep with a white noise and, and that's okay if you're not used to that. But even something quiet like a ceiling fan or a fan mm -hmm. in your room that can just block out those barking dogs, the mm -hmm. planes overhead, the cars mm -hmm. driving by, you know, and, or I've worked with a client who lived, um, in a, in suburbia, but her husband came home late from work really night, yeah. late at night. And so she was constantly listening for him coming home because of his work schedule. And it was totally impacting her sleep. So she started sleeping with a white noise and it really helped her. So dark, cool, and quiet. I like that 60, 62 to 68 degrees. That's speaking my language. I like it nice and cold. Yes. Yes. Then you can like hunker in and feel nice and cozy, right? Well, this was, I learned so many great uh, anchor tips here. I like the anchor statement, but really great things to have every night. Uh, how can our listeners find you, Rebecca? Uh, find me on sleepwiseconsulting.com. That's uh, our website. Or you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at Sleepwise in Seattle. One, oh, Sleepwise. I saw that and I was like, Sleep wise, is that right? Like sleepless in Seattle. Very nice. Very good play on words. Well, wishing all of you a very restful sleep. Rebecca, thank you so much for joining me. It was a pleasure. Thanks for all these tips and tricks. And I hope all of you out there have a wonderful night's sleep after you take advantage of some of these great tips. Rebecca Wall, thank you so much for joining me. Patty, I appreciate it. You bet. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Checkable Health Podcast. If you want more information, head over to CheckableHealth.com for show notes, links, and resources mentioned in today's podcast. Please hit subscribe on your favorite podcast platform to get all of the Checkable Health at-home healthcare details as soon as they're released. Find us on every social channel at Checkable Health. Cheers to living your healthiest and happiest life.